guys and welcome back to a teen and we with you again how's it been how's it going i hope it's going well for you guys it's been a little while and i think i should just kind of catch you up on everything that's been going on uh i haven't really been making uh any videos because i ended up fracturing my wrist and it's my dominant hand this is the one i write with draw with basically live with um and it's been a hard adjustment i'm not gonna lie it's it's been difficult. <laughs> it's one way to start the new year. Um, I'll definitely let you know that. And you know what? I want to talk about like Black Friday this year. Because it wasn't giving. There was no Black Friday this year. I'm not going to lie. It was mediocre at best. There were some things that I bought that I needed. But I had already had my eye on previously. Because you know, I know that sometimes Black Friday deals are like bullshit. They just mark up the price. But there were a couple of things I got including a new um sling for my arm that came in handy i'm not gonna lie that that was a very specific buy but <laughs> it came in kind of handy um also some colognes i wanted to get for some people because it's gonna be a poor christmas you ever heard of a broke christmas nah this is a poor christmas um i did end up buying some colognes i bought uh one of my best friends a coffee machine a coffee machine because you needed it i ended up buying myself um what's it called a little like uh cookware set just because uh, the one that i have it's like it's old and i just wanted something new about the same one i guess but it's newer so i guess it's different i don't know it's weird off like it's a weird observation but i just want it so now i got it <laughs> uh also bought myself a used uh fire tablet mm. now you might be wondering why i did that when I already have an iPad that I draw on. But the iPad that I have is kind of big. And sometimes I want something just to like read on. So I took it. I hacked it. I fixed it. I made it kind of like an Android tablet. I have some books in here. Some games that I like to play. And I can take that in like my smaller book bags. Which now is kind of a waste. Because I can't even really put on a book bag. But the the idea was there. <laughs> The thoughtfulness was there. Failed, but it was there, you know. So I got myself that kind of stuff. I haven't really been buying Christmas presents and stuff like that. I've been too broke, too sad, too depressed to do any of that. This holiday is really kicking my ass. And um, you know what? Fuck it. I guess it is what it is. I'm not going to be hurt about it. You know, whatever. Like, <laughs> wow, it sounds so bitter. Um... <laughs> It's just, it's been rough. It's been a rough time. And it's been ugly outside. And even right now, as I speak, it's like raining and shit. But that's okay, because it needs to rain. Uh, so I've been trying to, like, cheer myself up any way I can. So I ended up reading... Damo Decoboco Sugar Days. Now... I picked that up on a whim and I haven't read it because uh, I have a bunch of manga books that I haven't read. I know. I know I'm a bad person. I should be reading all of my manga books. And normally, normally I would kick my own ass, but I've been giving 110% somewhere else. And that left less time from like stuff that I technically like to do. It's complicated. Anyways, uh, I've been giving a lot of time to that. 
So what I ended up doing was reading that book and it was actually so cute. Let me tell you what it's about. Okay, it's about this dude who ends up having a childhood friend that he saved from, um, I don't know, some kind of bad situation. Look a little vague about it, but when it seems like there was a, a hole in the street and the, dude, the little kid fell through it. The one, the other kid who was the best friend, who um, ended up becoming the best friend, ran and tried to help him and stuff like that. And you know, they, um, one of them thought that the other one was a girl, but it ended up being a boy, and he thought that his crush would end there, but hasn't. So the tough one is named Yu Yu, or that's what he calls him, anyways. Yu Yu and Ru. Uh, Yu Yu is actually the manlier one and the one who actually went to help uh, Rue in situation. And they always, he always kind of had a thing for him. But as soon as he started kind of like outgrowing him, and I mean like getting taller and taller, he felt like it was wrong of him to have a crush on him because he was like, you know, he was still cute. He still thought of him as really, really cute, but he thought that these feelings were wrong that it was just some kind of weird infatuation thing that was going on with him and he tried to kind of like ignore it so it was like a lot of hesitation on his part but uh rue on by his part is really tall he still thinks like yu yu is super cool because he's into sports and he's very manly and he's tough and he's fast you know and he's into like all these like jiu-jitsu sports and stuff like that so he's like yeah like this dude is always been the coolest and you know Rue himself is a little bit girlier softer likes to cook um wears like this little uh accessories that he gets from like his sister's business to promote it he's very loyal very sweet and he has this thing where he thinks that he's not in love with him and in fact he admires him because that's what his sister said um but this has led to a lot of tension between them and like they're in high school now they're late in high school and you know you <laughs> you start to notice that he's getting really turned on by him by rue and is trying to like avoid him because he's also kind of like how could i be the manly one if he's so tall and elegant and beautiful and so he feels kind of like down on himself for that so he keeps on treating him a little shitty not gonna lie she's a little like temperamental and rue by his part is always kind of like sticking by him and like regardless of what people say and he by the way he has an option he has this best friend who is actually really attracted to him and even taller than him and someone uh he's kind of really highly jealous of <laughs> and luckily for him though uh they uh he you you gets asked out in a date um, by some girl who she ends up turning down but he ends up trying to spend more time with her to see if maybe his feelings are misplaced and try to find out a little more about himself but he kind of realizes that he's in love with rue and rue realizes he's in love with um yu yu and so it's really it's a very sweet love story it does have some spiciness into it like there's like a low-key t- like tone of sexuality so i, I, I give it it's mature reading Sometimes I feel like they just label it mature because, you know, it's like, oh, it's boys love. So it just, it just has to be mature. But no, like, I can see why they gave it a mature rating. Uh, the next thing I read was the fourth generation head, Tasuki Yamoto. Okay, this was actually pretty interesting and... I find it kind of, it's kind of funny because it does break a lot of my ideals when it comes to like boys love. 
So what this is, is like a mafia, Yakuza love story situation where it's very similar to the Boko where one guy thinks the other person is a girl, but this is a lot more dark. Like this is definitely like mature, mature. Well, that one's like, oh, you know, it's mature. But no, this one is mature. So it ends up that, um, hmm, how do I say this? Mm, the one that they think is a little girl it's actually a boy and he's being prostituted out by his father for his gambling debts it's really kind of sad but he is and the little boy ends up being saved and there's a yakuza kid who's a who's the head of the yakuza basically who is very similar to him in age and when they meet at first he's like hey you know i'm gonna marry you because i think you're like a pretty girl or whatever the dude ends up forgetting all about this except for you know the the one who was a victim of the whole situation he remembers and he's like oh you know like always kind of had feelings for him it's it's kind of it's kind of something and then they kind of end up meeting again when he kind of has to start taking his place as the fourth generation head and and there's like a lot of like tension between them. And it starts immediately with a hookup, by the way, like a very drunk hookup. And it goes kind of just out from there. It's really good. I think it's a really good story. Um, it's a little dark, so if you weren't into that, I wouldn't go for it because there's a lot of like dark history. There's a lot of um, sexual assault and like not like oh in like a glossed over kind of way. Like there's there's some sexual assault in here. Um. But it's a very interesting story, and the artwork is very different, but I do like it. I do enjoy it. I thought it was very, very mature, so it gave me a chance to kind of read things. And talking about reading things, I ended up picking up The Titan's Bride, and might I say, this book is as beautiful as you think it is. It is as absolutely beautiful as you think it is. It's so soft and gorgeous, and the paper quality is great, too, by the way. Uh, nothing you can't read online I hate to say it like that but if you want to keep it for yourself like I do go for it I also ended up picking up the Japanese version of uh, sign because like I said there's no English translation and until there's an English translation I'm gonna get the Japanese books um, I got them on Amazon and it actually came here very fast I was kind of shooketh when I got here got in here like a week and I was like oh shit like let's go it was here in like no time. It was like, yes. And so right now I'm working on like translating them. And like post- posting it with like little sticky notes. The English translation. Because I have a clear sticky notes now. I thought it was a good idea. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. It's fun. It's a project that I've had gotten started before my busting my fucking arm. But um, I'm going to continue at least to type it out. And then like just print it or whatever. Um, another thing I ended up reading, which is, uh, a little unexpected to me and kind of off my normal shit, is called Mishimunma. Mishimunma. Okay. And it is technically ongoing. And it's considered a slice of life. But I have to, I have to give a big disclaimer here. I'm not really a foodie. Like, I, I can admit it. I'm not really, like, a foodie. Like, I enjoy good food. I do. But I wouldn't consider myself a foodie. 
and I don't tend to look at people eating because I also don't care to look at people eating. <laughs> I eat on my own and I don't like people staring at me when I eat because I get very happy when I eat. But there's something about the way that this guy does it that just makes you want to, mm, you know, like, mm. I understand why feeders exist. Um, so <laughs> I should probably explain a little bit about this story before I go any deeper. So the MC is just walking around his life, living his own, you know, living it up, whatever. And he eats his daily meals and he does it so cute and so adorably that everything he eats, it just looks so much better than it actually is. And he is entrancing basically it's really cool honestly it's it's really well done it's it's what's well done it's well done okay i found it good i liked it i enjoyed it i will continue to possibly finish this another thing that i actually have been watching um i do in fact still watch anime i know it's it's a rare event, but I do it. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> okay. Let me just pull it up. Okay. Um, Blue Lock. Okay. I've been watching Blue Lock, and I must say, it is so good. Holy shit. I found a good sports. I love a good sports anime, and I have found it. Blue Lock is so good. Okay. So, what it's about, it's literally on brand because the whole soccer thing going on but um it is a soccer type anime where their japan is trying to get a world cup and to get a world cup they start a new kind of a japanese association training program and what it does it takes all of the soccer players all the national soccer players and pits them against each other in a ranking system for the best and those who fail and do not make it out are supposed to let go of being soccer players basically like the sports the sports career are like just wrecked done you're done don't, don't come back kind of situation so at first when people are hesitant you go from like a gigantic room full of people to like basically 300 people from there they're forced to play this game of like soccer tag and whoever is it is always at the lowest position. This is where we kind of find our MC in a way. And we know who the MC is. But just like we really get to find who the fuck this MC is. Hold on. Something's going on my phone. Um... Do, do, do. Sorry, my phone was alerting me to something. I forget his name because I'm not good at remembering names. Blue Lock. Lock. Locking it in blue. Characters. Okay, 
damn man why can't you just show me pictures why you gotta give me just direct names like i'm supposed to remember if i do not remember it why would you think that i would all of a sudden remember it you guys are such i fucking hate these websites yo they're such trashery just give me the fucking name bro Who's the main character? Thank you. Yasashi. Thank you. Thank you from Google. I see that you're working part-time now. Um, anyways. <laughs> um, Isagi is our main character. And he's not as athletic as the rest. But he's really good at making split-second decisions. And he is working together with, uh, I believe, his team Y. And depending on where you rank, even in general you get to eat a certain amount of food like the better quality food so let's say you're like the last ranking all you get is like rice like and miso soup but if you have a better ranking let's say you're like i don't know 15 ranks above you might get like dumplings or something rice and dumplings and you know the higher you go the better food and they also have another thing where it's like if you're able to score a goal, now you get points. And when you get points, you can trade in those points for something good. So he ends up being part of a winning point uh, for scoring a point, which is a goal. And the guy ends up getting steak and he's like, hey, since we can trade these points off, I want to eat something good. Like, And because of you, I was able to score. So do you want to split it the steak with me or whatever and he does and he's like oh shit this is really good like holy fuck like they're really motivating us to work together and get ahead because it takes more than just like you know one person to make a fucking team and the reality is they're trying to build the perfect team that will kind of get them up there <laughs> you know what i mean i don't know i think it's a really good soccer show and honestly, I cannot wait to see more. I feel like it's just going to get better. Um, hopefully, I don't jinx that, but you know what it is. Also, I watched uh, Wednesday from uh, Netflix. And I'm not going to lie, yo. I really, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. And it gave me Sabrina vibes, just less, less satanic and more family friendly. And a little, you know, a little less demonic. But otherwise than that, it was so good. And... The delivery was amazing. Wednesday was amazing. Um, Gomez was perfect. I absolutely loved how he played Gomez. I know that people were bitching because he's Hispanic, whatever. And he's not necessarily attractive. But he's not supposed to be. I don't... I feel like people are just very spoiled by, like, the 90s version of Gomez. But he's not supposed to literally be attractive. Like, that's not a thing. It's just that he's charming and he's extremely loving that makes him the person that he is. Um, The one that wasn't given for me uh, was... What's Morticia. She kind of failed. I love Morticia. I do. I love the character of Morticia. And I didn't feel like she was doing it well. And that goes from, like the 60s 90s movies this one i don't think she was a really good morticia i'm sorry if you guys disagree feel free to but um no it's not as good not as good i'm sorry but yeah the show was great i found it really interesting and really cute and honestly i'm excited for season two i cannot wait for season two i think it's gonna be just as good i hope they don't do the asshole thing that netflix does it's like ruin a show with the ending because they want to do a rush fucking ending 
because this one that's a keeper right there well anyways i'm gonna let you guys go because um i'm still working on an audio uh, fanfic that i've been working on for a couple for a little while uh, I've been taking my sweet ass time because I'm housebound basically until Monday and then I'm free and then I have to go back to work and that's going to be tough. I don't even know how I'm going to get dressed or anything. Mm. That's a whole moment and a half. All right. For now. Bye. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.